How can public and private sector organizations meet their cybersecurity staffing needs? Hi, this is Tom Field, Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. I'm talking today with Alan Paller. He's Director of Research with SANS Institute. Alan, thank you so much for joining me today. Happy to be here, Tom. Alan, for some years now, we've been talking about a cybersecurity staffing shortage. And recent reports indicate that the Pentagon in particular is moving toward expanding its cybersecurity force to approximately 5,000 individuals. What do you see as some of the factors behind that dramatic increase? It's not really the Pentagon that's making this increase. It's called the Cyber Command. So the Pentagon probably already has 10,000 cyber people. The difference between what the Pentagon has now and what Cyber Command wants is that most of the people who work for DOD who do cyber are people who are report writers. They're good people, but if you put them in front of a terminal, they wouldn't know how to protect the computer or how to do the forensics or how to do the reverse engineering or how to code securely. And what the, what the cyber command is looking for is people who can actually defend systems. When you, when you read these stories, it's not that they just want people who call themselves security people, someone who passed the certification and can call himself a, cert, a security expert because those people are a dime a dozen now. What's missing is the people who have the deep technical knowledge to be able to go into the New York Times and find out what actually happened and go into the Washington Post and find out what actually happened. And very, very few of the people in security can do that. So this becomes even a more challenging undertaking then because, one, we don't have cybersecurity personnel that we can find. And to get them at that level is a tough job for anyone in the public sector or private sector. What do you see as the Cyber Command's biggest challenges in recruiting the right level of cyber professionals? I think the Cyber Command has an easier job than most other federal agencies in doing it because their mission is so clear and their responsibilities that they can give to their people are so exciting. Um, so the problem they have isn't having cool jobs. The problem is that there's no pipeline of these people. The colleges do not like to teach this stuff. They want to teach the, the reporting, not the, uh, not the hands-on work. The community colleges don't do it. The training schools, most of them don't do it. Um, and we certainly, since we don't really do pipeline, our our work will take people who are already in the jobs and make their skills better. And so no matter how good they are at recruiting, they're likely to get crap, meaning they're likely to get people who don't know what they're doing, who claim to know what they're doing, and it's dangerous. Now let's talk about the organizations themselves, because if they are used to hiring people that can put out reports, then that's all they know. How do we get them to set their sights higher to fill these roles with a higher level of cybersecurity professional? We show them the bill that, that the New York Times paid to bring those people in after the fact to clean up the mess, and it's got a lot of zeros in it. And we say, A, you didn't have to go through that if you hired the right people in the first place, and B, they're charging you $1,000 an hour for people that, that aren't that are good, but they're not that good. So you, you just have to do the, the economic argument. Everybody who's gone through one knows they have to have the people the ones who have not yet gone through a bad breach um, and the FBI hasn't come in to tell them they've lost all their data, they're still in this report writing phase. So they'll come around. So many organizations are getting hit that, that there aren't going to be enough people for everybody anyway, so it's sort of okay that some of the dumber ones are going to take their time. 
So final question for you. Not everybody that goes into cybersecurity is going to join the Cyber Command. How do we make the cybersecurity profession more attractive, more sexy to people coming into the field to make it a career destination? Oh, I don't think you have to do a thing. The newspapers are doing that every day. And there was a, a wonderful story, actually, absolutely true story. A young man at one of our, our programs was was in a bar. And it sounds like a joke, but it's not a joke at all. He was in a bar, and there was a really pretty girl sitting next to him. And another guy came up and started talking to the girl. And, and the girl asked the other guy what he did. And the other guy said, well, I'm in network security. And when the girl went to the bathroom, our student looked over at him and said, hey, I'm in network security, too. What do you do? And the guy looked at him and said, you're out of your mind. That's a pickup line. <laughs> we do not have to do anything to make cybersecurity a, a, a destination. What we have to do is stop allowing people to pretend to do cybersecurity when what they're really doing is journalism, which is a, which is a valuable thing. It's just not cybersecurity. Or report writing, which is a valuable thing, but it's not cybersecurity. Security means making the system safer, and there's no report that's ever made the system safer unless you're stuck in front of it to keep somebody away. Alan, well said. As always, I appreciate your time and your insight. Thank you so much. You're welcome. But talking with Alan Power. He's the Director of Research with SANS Institute. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.